Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles. And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years. Uh, that's true. Probably, I don't know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about. It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah. So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the morning commute. All right. Our last episode, we answered an email from my aunt mm -hmm. and went down a long road. <laughs> Of, uh, of coronavirus scariness, which I don't care. I don't want, if my aunt is listening to this episode, I don't want anybody to feel bad about that. Um, but I do think that people might be sick of hearing about coronavirus stuff. I do think it was interesting to get her perspective as someone who has, who is, older than us, and I mean that with all due respect, and has seen the world change and was curious to know what this was going to mean for younger generations. And by yeah. younger, I mean younger than us. Yeah. Um, and that was Well, she did say us. She did say us and younger than us. And I think yeah. my answer for us right now is it doesn't change much. And right. the, I mean, even, I, even, even if it flips upside down, I would say the bulk of my life has already been lived. So if you were writing I the story of my life, it doesn't start now. <laughs> I appreciated her putting kind of a, a historical contextual spin to it that I hadn't really thought about before. So yeah. I appreciated her question right. and her comment. Yeah, me too. But that was all to lead up into, we have another email. Uh, I'm this, excited about this. This comes from another regular listener of ours. If we have at least two regular listeners, that feels pretty good. I'm impressed. And they're not us. So that really says a lot. I've, and I, by the way, I got this this email on the day that this episode dropped. So wow. they are listening to this in real time. <gasps> okay. The question is, mm -hmm. or the letter goes, I've listened to all your podcasts. I have a question about the last one regarding Sam's breakup. I would like both your input on whether after a breakup, what are your thoughts, experience with friends and family? Are they divided? Who won them in the divorce slash breakup? It's almost as painful losing them too, but why do they choose the other side, etc.? Oh, that's good. Isn't it? What an yes, that's amazing. Okay, well, what do you think? You've experienced breakups and divorces. What what was the experience like for you? The experience for me, well, for the divorce, I would say almost irrelevant. Okay. I think I was pretty disconnected with that side of the family anyway. I wasn't a big fan. I I didn't have a great marriage. It lasted lasted two years. It's my ex-wife and myself should have never been married. I didn't get along with her. I didn't get along with the family. So I, in that divorce, I did not lose any friends or family that I was concerned with. Or okay. if I did, I don't remember it anymore. Let's see here. Other relationships. Most of my other relationships, the only ones where this applies aren't actual romantic relationships. I've had a couple of friendship breakups. Yes. Okay. One that I just recently told you about, apparently, not on not on purpose, but you'd never heard the story before. Um, and I think that's an interesting story to go down, but I want you to answer her question first since your story was what drove well, I certainly feel her pain because it sounds like 
maybe she understands what that's like to kind of have people choose sides. I was very lucky in my particular situation in that um, he was kind of a solitary guy. So if if we did hang out with other people, it was typically with my friends who stayed on my side. And in fact, a large portion of my friends and family were telling me, hey, we don't think this is the best match. So I was rewarded with a lot of good for you. Yes, this is the right thing to do. You guys were ill suited for each other. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say a side note, here's something interesting. I have a friend who went through a, a divorce that was the result of adultery her, on her husband, her husband had cheated on her. Mm -hmm. And I ran, I was with her when they were doing a custody handoff with the kids. And I hadn't seen her ex-husband since they had split up. But of course, I knew the whole backstory. And when I saw him, I gave him a hug to say hello. And afterwards, she was really upset with me. She said, why did you hug him? And then I felt twofold. I felt immediately guilty because yes, he had treated my friend horribly. Um, but the flip side is, it, it's not my business what happened in between their marriage really and I'm a firm believer that nothing breaks up you know that everybody bears some responsibility in a breakup as do I with my most recent one for sure um, and I just didn't want him to think that I thought he was pure evil right. so but then I felt like wow you know if I had to choose sides obviously I would choose my friend not her ex-husband so why did I hug him and was that a big no-no because -no? I would rather support her than try to make him feel better do it's confusing. you feel guilty about that at all I do yeah. yeah I feel like you do on one hand I felt like it's not my job to pick sides because that's something that went on between them right. but in retrospect knowing the whole story and and walking peripherally of course walking through that experience with her and seeing how much agony she went through and how hard she worked to kind of pull herself back up into a state of happiness. I probably shouldn't have. I see um, that as a side effect and tell me whether or not you think this is accurate. Mm. I see that as a side effect of what we were talking about in a previous episode just this week of you just needing to be everybody's friend. You need to be okay with everybody. Yeah. I, I do think that played a part of it, played a part in it. I also think there's a part of me that just has this natural empathy. I mean, it's hard because I don't wanna, I don't know how to say this because I don't want to make myself sound like it's just so hard to feel. Right. But it, the way my head works is uh, he did a terrible thing. No question about that. It was awful and uncalled for and irresponsible. And he did a lot of damage. Um, but the flip side is, you know, he's a damaged person. And I can see where the marriage had issues that might have led to him handling this in such a terrible way. And it does not excuse his behavior at all. But I can understand why that seemed like an option for him based on his experience and his psyche and his history. And so there was a part of me that felt like no one's really evil in this. You know, everyone's just doing the best they can, even if the best they can is way subpar. Right. So from an from an emotional standpoint, I can see his point of view. From a loyalty standpoint, I think I let my friend down and I wish that I had been a little more remote and a little colder as if to indicate I'm with her, you know? Right. Like, yeah. I'm not choosing sides, but if I am choosing sides, it's not yours. Right. Exactly. Don't call me if you have a flat tire, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> wow, bold stance. <laughs> you know? The one I want to hear from you that's kind of more along the lines of what she's talking about, do you, you had relationships with people that were both, were out of the same um, Second City environment, which would, mm-hmm. I would imagine, have crossover friends. How did those end up? I'm not sure I understand. Do you mean when I left Second City or quit acting and stuff? No, I mean, and I could be just misunderstanding this because I only hear them from stories, but I think you've had a boyfriend that was part of that environment and then had a boyfriend, had not that same boyfriend. Was there picking of sides at that point of we're with Sam, we're with him, I lost friends in this or he lost friends in this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was engaged to a man whose brother worked at Second City with me. And there was this idyllic time when we would all hang out, my fiance, his brother, the brother's girlfriend, myself. And it was just this lovely, fun time. And then we broke up. And I remember I remember thinking, I don't know if I can be friends with his brother anymore. For me, it was just because it was so painful to be around his brother because it made me think of him. Mm-hmm. And I also wondered if his brother thought that I was in the wrong. I mean, his brother was very nice and seemed kind of neutral about it. But behind the scenes, I was wondering, does mm-hmm. he think I'm terrible person? Does he think I pushed his brother into something that he didn't want? Because I know there were definitely members of my ex's family who felt that way. And um, it was really hard. I definitely think that I pulled back from them. I don't know if they pulled back from me, but I definitely think that I pulled back from them because I was wondering. I couldn't really defend myself because that's his brother. Have you ever been on the other end of it? What do you mean? I'm no longer the girlfriend of this person. Therefore, this other person has decided I'm not their friend. Oh gosh. Nothing stands out apparently. No, I don't think I've had enough significant relationships. I will tell you this, this is kind of the flip side of it, which is my brother got divorced and had quite a contentious divorce. And my now ex sister-in-law stopped talking to me. And I remember reaching out to her and saying, listen, I know you don't like my brother. And I know that you, you know, you're going through a really hard time, but I hope you know that like we can still be family. I'm still the aunt to your children and I still feel a connection with you and she never wrote me back. Yeah. Sometimes I think people do that because they want to feel like they're a good person. Mm -hmm. So they just like, all right, there. Done my duty. I said that you're welcome. Now I never have to dip into that pool again. (laughs) But there's also the flip side of that. Did you write her back? You mean after I didn't hear back from her? Yeah. No, no. Then I I didn't. Because then I thought, well, she really just doesn't want anything to do with anything related to my brother. Yeah. But the flip side of that is, well, she never responded. So I guess I'm not well. Yeah, that's very true. It's really hard to know how to behave and where loyalties should lie. And then I'm curious to know, have you ever had an experience like this where people have dropped you because they picked a side? (laughs) Are you saying that because you know the answer to that? Or you forgot the story I told you like maybe a week ago? I forgot the story. All right. This is the story that I was talking about a second ago. Okay. Back in the day. Well, I want to start this story by saying, I think the facts of this story favor me, which I would imagine means that they're wrong. This was (laughs) probably 15 or 20 years ago now. And I almost definitely am not remembering all the details correctly. Um, So if someone was there, which would be bizarre if that was true. 
um, <laughs> if, but if someone's listening to this that uh, thinks that they remember things differently, actually, there is one person that's my friend on Facebook that could tell me differently. That'd be interesting. I don't believe that she listens. Anyway, this is the way I remember the story. Some of these details will actually be kind of made up because I don't exactly remember how they go. But the way I re remember it is I worked at Regal Cinemas. One of my, well, I would say at the time, one of my best friends that uh, at the time worked there too, him and his wife. And I was really good friends with him and really good friends with all of the people that we hung out with on almost a nightly basis. We would like, as soon as the theater was shut down, we'd go down to Sherry's and we'd eat or, or we'd just go over to their house and watch a movie or something like that. And at some point in time, he, Regal Cinemas was going to send him to what I think was called Regal Cinemas University, which was training someone how to be a manager. So they send him off to blankety blank land. I don't remember where it was, but it was somewhere out of state. <laughs> yeah. And when he came back, he confessed that he had, he had slept with someone on the other side. Now I'm remembering this story. Yes. And, and there was this big like, oh, he shouldn't have done that or we're fighting, but we're deciding to forgive him all, all of this. I vaguely remember me and him having conversations about um, the, the wrongness of what he did. You got to remember also that this was Believer Brad. This was mm -hmm. way back when, you know, Believer Brad, everything which is right and wrong is like, I know, I know exactly what's right and wrong because it says so in the Bible and there, nothing's complicated. At least I didn't think so yet. Yeah. So it's your version of BC. It's your version of BC, which stands for before Christopher Hitchens. Right. <laughs> so, and then it becomes her turn because she's a manager there too. So she goes off to Regal Cinemas University and where you think the story goes, is like she had an affair there, but that's not what happened. Or if it is, we didn't hear about it. He started hanging out with one of the girls that was part of our group and became obviously more physically friendly than his wife would like if she was in the room. So I confronted him about it and I told her about it. And he said, that's ridiculous. You're making st stuff up. How dare you suggest that I would do that? And she said, that's ridiculous. You're making stuff up. How dare you suggest that he would do that? And I was basically thrown out of the entire friend. Brad doesn't get a hang out mm. with these people anymore. Mm. And then him and her get divorced and he marries her. He marries the girl that he was fooling around. With. Whoa, <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah. Um, and then everybody comes to me and apologizes, right? And I'm still friends with them to this day. No, of course not. That's not the way the world works. Um, so I lost that entire friend group. Now, you could say I shouldn't have butted into it. It was none of my business. And that might be true. I'm not sure if I actually know how I land on that. Mm -hmm. um, but actually, that's a fir good first question. How do you land on that? Oh, man, I'm stuck because this is a tangential and I'll make it really fast, but I, I tattled on a cousin that I knew was doing drugs. Um, I was staying at her home. She let's, was home. let's make this story really short because I think it'd be an interesting other end. Yeah, episode. we got to talk about it. The, the point is I brought some clear supported information to light that showed a family member in a bad light. Mm -hmm. And I was crucified for it, even though it was the truth, just right. as you were. So I can't, my first thought after that, my new 
um, mantra was like, I'm never telling anybody anything again, because it only, the only person who gets hurt is the messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard for me emotionally to step out of that place just because it was so painful to be like, wait, but I'm telling, I'm doing something, I'm trying to be good and just being turned into such a terrible, evil monster. Right. But you were trying to help. It was coming from a good place, right? You were, you were trying to, cause didn't you tell the guy, listen, if you don't tell her, I will. I, if I said that before, I don't know if that's true. Okay. Um, cause I feel like, and it, I, maybe I'm remembering that. That's a difficult question to answer because I think that the short answer is I was... I thought I was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But the longer version of that is, I think it was, well, it's hard for me to answer this objectively because it's tainted by current Brad. I was going to say, I I think it was a self-righteous place to come from because yeah. it was this, this, this is what the Bible says and therefore. Yeah. So I think I thought I was doing the right thing. And I have another thing to muck up the story even more, but I, I want to make sure you don't have anything more to add first. No, no, I want to hear the muck. So I can imagine some people who would say now, well, no, you should have, you shouldn't have said anything. You should have kept your own business. And that's certainly what the lesson, much like you, I could have learned from that is, oh, I got nothing but punished for this. Mm-hmm. Like both sides, the person who was guilty and the victim punished me for the information that I gave. The flip side is I have another friend currently who is the victim of their husband having an affair with someone. And part of the story that was told to me is other people knew about it and nobody did me the dignity of letting me know. Oh gosh. <laughs> Right? So now where are we? Right. If if what happens when you do that, and I will admit, not universally, but at least in two cases, if ha- what happens when you do that is you get punished for it, but also the person hates you for not saying anything, like, what? where are we here? <laughs> Maybe this is a question you need to ask everyone in your life. If I know that <laughs> yeah. your significant other is cheating, do you want me to tell you or not? That's not leading. Why don't you say that to all of the people that you know that are married to see how they react to it? If I knew that your husband was cheating on you, would you want to know? Hypothetically Why? speaking. Why? What do you know? Tell me. Damn no, you no, no. for telling me. First, I need to know the answer and then I'll tell you. <laughs> It is really hard though, because I, I'm thinking back to the original question of of losing friends because of a, a breakup. And I mean, because in any relationship, no matter how awful someone is to someone else, you got aside from, I'd say, an abusive situation, like physically abusive situation or emotionally abusive, you have to assume that it takes two people to create a relationship and two people to create the demise of a relationship. Can you really blame someone? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that that gets to the heart of the question, which is at least what I think. It, it's not somebody's fault. Like, let's pretend I am, or I feel like I'm close to my ex-wife's family. And then Mm -hmm. we get divorced and none of them ever talk to me. It's not necessarily my fault, but that doesn't mean that I don't get to feel the pain of, of not speaking to them anymore because now I'm the bad guy. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the people that I'm faulting then, it, then, in this scenario would be your ex-wife's family for not having the open mind to the fact that like, oh, you know what? I'm sure there were, I'm sure my daughter wasn't a princess. Yeah. But I, looking at what's on paper here, and maybe this has to turn to another episode. I don't know. It feels like we're not helping them at all because the, the question is like, I think the question is, how do you, how do you deal with that? 
with losing friends because yeah. of a break. Who cares whether or not, to me anyway, who cares whether or not it's anybody's fault or anything like that? The, the, the fact of the matter is all of those people don't talk to me anymore. Yeah. And I don't know if there's a good answer to that because my answer was, well, guess I'm starting over. And that's what I did. Yeah. And my feeling is if they're almost in a way it's good riddance because if, if you, let's say I'm just going to say this person has been in a marriage and knows the friends and family of her spouse and then they get divorced and the family and the friends pick the spouse and they must not have known her in the first place if they're so quick to dismiss her yeah. without getting her side of the story yeah. then I don't consider them really dear friends because dear friends would say look this is I understand his point of view how are you and how are you looking at this because I can guarantee probably if they'd had a chance and given her a chance to give her side of the story, then they'd be inclined to still support her and be friends with her. So yeah, I, that's my agree with, with the, your first part, which is good riddance. And that's mm-hmm. with all of the empathy of knowing that sucks because I had to do a good riddance and it's, there isn't, your life isn't sunshine after good riddance. It's just like, well, I got to start over, you know, I gotta, right. I gotta, I gotta right. go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, but my, my counter to that is yes, of course it, it totally sucked. But the truth is you didn't have that deep of a friendship anyway to begin with if they're willing to dispose of you so quickly. Yeah, but also back to your family thing, did, did that help you at all to know that your entire side of the family was written off because of you and good riddance to them? Uh, you mean that they refused to talk to me and I lost them all? Yeah. You know, it took a long time to get there because initially I just wanted them to understand then. Um, but because of their behavior, because a lot of times, and this is a whole other thing, but like they were secretly agreeing with me, but wouldn't make a public stance. And so I just became the lone soldier saying what everybody thought, but didn't have the guts to say. Right. Um, that I found solace in knowing, you know what, they're just messed up. They're so messed up that they can't even speak the truth. So there was a certain, but it took a long time to get there where I was like, oh, wow, they're really troubled. And that actually gave me comfort. (laughs) No, I honestly, I think that's the right answer. I think it's the right answer. Mm -hmm. I think the hard part, I think it's just, I think it's hard because you can know that intellectually without feeling it for a while. And I was just going to say, if, if the, the night, kind woman who wrote in with that question is suffering. I'm assuming this is something that hit home with her and feeling like she lost people. I would just encourage her, the people that did stick around that are there for her, those are your, that's your support. And those are your live or die friends and lean on them and let the other people go. Because if that's how they're going to act during really hard times, you don't need that in your life. So focus on what you do have, pour yourself into what you do have and hold fast to your truth because they're probably not going to get it. Yeah, that's good advice good good job Sam. thank you thank you very much um because i'd say something similar which is how you i would. know it's good advice oh uh, uh, yeah of course <laughs> it's vetted through the through the brad meter right which is that um like what is a friend but someone there that is going to be there when things are rough right and mm-hmm. so if they can prove that they can't do that then maybe we weren't good friend pickers to begin with even friends let's say you do something really horrible i think a true friend would be there to say wow that was way out of character for you and that was horrible you better check yourself but i'm still here for you yeah so yeah i i think we're according to my timer i think it'll cut down shorter but we're at 30 minutes for this episode so it's probably time to wrap Ooh, it up okay but i would say that i'm very conscious of the idea that i want to make sure because this was a multi-layered question. I want to make Mm -hmm. sure that we answered it sufficiently. Uh, So feel free to write again. 
at, uh, well, this one didn't come through here, but because I happen to know them, but anyone else couldn't write me or write us at morningcommutesambrad at gmail.com or send a voicemail to anchor.fm forward slash morningcommutesambrad. Right, yeah. I just want to make sure that um, that we gave the well-rounded answer that they deserve. Yeah, I feel bad because I don't know if I've directly experienced that in a romantic situation. I've experienced something akin to that. And so I just encourage her to hold fast to what she knows to be true about herself and to surround herself with the people who see that truth as well. And the others aren't going to get it. So you got to let them go. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing that scares me about that answer, and I think it's the correct answer, but the thing that scares mm-hmm. me about that answer answer is it's a short sentence but it's a lot harder to do oh agonizing yeah so i don't want people to think that we're like well just let them go just you're you're fine no it's it's harder than that but um but that doesn't make it not the right answer. I know. And I, I hearken back to stuff that you've said to me a lot, which is, you know, do you want to live? Sometimes living in, in truth is more uncomfortable than living in sort of, you know, a fantasy, but at least you're living in the truth. And I guess that's how I look at this situation. If they don't have the, the knowledge base of who you are to stand by you during a difficult time, or even the courtesy to, to get your side of the story and make a decision, then the truth is, They're not someone you're going to be able to rely on in the long run, and you deserve better. 100% agree, but I'm super conscious of the time, so I'm going to have to say goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.